This podcast contains material of an adult nature. It's not safe for work or appropriate for children under the age of 18. If you're offended by mature content, please stop listening now. The stories included in this podcast are not checked for factual content and are for entertainment purposes only. No real names are used. It's secondhand story time. Hi, it's Will again, and welcome back to Secondhand Storytime. This week I'm joined by my good friend Victor McBlackensalty. He's here to tell us a story about some harrowing times down in the Big Easy. Alright, so this time I am joined by a, a different guest, uh, Brian, also known as Victor McBlackensalty. Hey everybody, how you doing? And he's going to be telling us today's story. So just to be clear, before we get started... You didn't witness this story. No, I did not witness this story. This was actually um, told to me by my uh, roommate in undergrad, uh, like my junior year, I think I think it was. So you didn't witness it? No, no. Not one of the people in it? Okay. All right, well, any anytime you're ready, go ahead. Okay, so uh, uh, this is a friend of, like I said before, a friend of my roommate's, and uh, he went to a university that was actually in New Orleans, uh, uh, actually a little bit probably like three years before Katrina. And uh, so apparently when you go to this university, um, it's very close to, you know, New Orleans, New Orleans, like the, all the bars and everything. So it's, and it's just like any other university where, uh, you know, you have your, you have your, your college bars and then you have the townie bars, but in New Orleans, like the townie bars are also awesome because it's, it's New Orleans. Okay. So you'd say like uh, it goes from kind of, Filled with college students mm-hmm. and maybe crazy people just turned 21 throwing right. beers around and stuff mm-hmm. to, I'm going to say, ultra seedy? Yeah, ultra seedy, like hardcore debauchery because it's New Orleans. Like you can just walk around with a beer and the whole beads. They do the beads thing year round. I didn't know that until he told me. But So uh, him, uh, his friend, uh, the friend of my roommate and his friend got really tired. Apparently you get really tired of um, going to college bars that are awesome when you go to this school. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> they decide to go to um, uh, some of the, the townie bars. So they start frequenting the townie bars. And this one particular night, uh, they go to this really seedy one. It's like kind of way out. They had to take a bus to get there because um, neither of them had cars because you really don't need a car in New Orleans. Right, pretty public much, transport's right. around. You just take that. And pretty much everything's within walking distance of the college. So they take a bus to this place, really seedy, get smashed. And you know this is already a good idea, going to a seedy nasty bar in in new orleans and just getting wholly just tanked right so probably they only know each other right in this bar i guess a lot of the regulars at the bar um probably could name each other yeah so it's like them it's like you walk in and the record skips are clearly the outsiders in a big crowd of people who know each other in a cd setting with alcohol right okay so they're they're tanked and they decided okay we're gonna call it a night so they kind of stumble out of the bar apparently um a couple other gentlemen uh follow them out they don't notice at all so they're stumbling around the corner they turn down an alley to uh to catch the bus and as they're turning the alley these two guys like jump them pretty much like uh the friend of my roommate gets put up against the put up against the brick wall and the guy pulls a knife on and like cuts his face that's uh, that's hardcore Um, yeah so uh, he's uh, clearly they mean business right they mean business they're not playing around uh he got cut the other guy just got kind of got pushed down like, pushed down in the alley, and the guy's kind of, like, throttling him a little bit, you know, shaking him by the shirt, you know, slapping him around a little bit. So they're like, give us your fucking money, give us your fucking money. And they're like, okay, okay. They had probably, like, 
20 bucks in cash between the two of them. Right. Just so if they give him the money and the guys leave, they get off cheap. Yeah, yeah. Right. No, pretty much no harm, no foul. The guys really, they were just kind of like street thugs, whatever. Right. They didn't really want credit cards and were going to steal their identity or anything They're like that. They're not going to like stab them in the heart for fun. Right. Kind of no, none of that. So it's just, you know, normal, everyday robbery. Right. So the uh, the guy who's who's got the knife on him, who has had his face cut already, is you know pretty calm. He's like, "All right, guys, just don't hurt us. I'm gonna reach for my wallet. I'll give you the money. It's fine. You know, no 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 reason to hurt anybody." He looks over at the kid who's on the ground, mind you, hasn't been cut or harmed in any other way other than pushed down. This kid loses it, completely loses his shit, starts crying, shaking. Please. Please, God, don't kill me. Oh, God, please. No, I'll do anything. I'll, I'll suck your dick. <laughs> At this point, the robbery stops. <laughs> the guy stops shaking him. The guy with the knife kind of lowers the knife a little bit and slowly turns around to see what's going on. Like, that's, it's fucked up when you say something so horrible that you stop your own robbery. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I could, uh... I, well, I guess that's not the place most people would go. No. Maybe I could get you more money. Yeah. Um, you know, I could get you... I don't know, what what do people I don't know, I could, I, I'll go buy you some booze, take, exactly. the, take the credit cards. Yeah, here's my PIN number. Yeah. Uh, try it out if you want, that's yeah. fine. Uh, I won't report it. Yeah. If you can get to an ATM before I get to a phone, it's all you. But I'll suck your, your dick. dick. Yeah, you just don't offer up. That during a robbery, I mean, because the guy could have wholly been like, well, fuck, since you're clearly ready to suck a dick. So the guys, like the robbery stops and the two guys look at each other. And apparently from what my roommate tells me, the guy with the knife kind of just laughs a little bit. And it's like, just just give us your money. (laughs) (laughs) So they give him the money and the two guys like run off into the darkness or whatever. The kid, the other kid is just like in the fetal position crying in filth on the on the ground. It was the most awkward bus ride home. Like, could you imagine that? Like, just, I bet. Like, he couldn't look him in the eye ever again. I guess, like, for example, you and I know each other fairly well. Yeah. Um, both dating ladies. Yeah. Uh, if we, we were under some stress, and I guess I was just like, hey, I'll suck a dick. Um, <laughs> that would be awkward. That would be weird for us. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Because, like, when else would that manifest itself? <laughs> Like, uh, what if, what if I get really, what if we both get really drunk and maybe you're not into it, but, uh, I'll suck a dick. (laughs) I mean, that would be a, that would be a stress on, on the relationship. But yeah, that's, so that's the story. It was told to me, like I said, by, uh, by my roommate. It was, it's, it's been dubbed the robbery story and, uh, it's been retold several, several times by a couple different people. That's good. Well, uh, thank you for the story. Oh yeah. Thank you. And, uh, I'll be sure to pass it along. Fantastic. And that wraps up episode two. Big thanks this week to those who gave feedback. Friends of the show, Alex and Dan were kind enough to leave comments on our blog and you can too at secondhandstorytime.com. You can also subscribe to the podcast via the website or through iTunes. If you want to get in touch with me personally, send an email to will at secondhandstorytime.com or leave a voicemail by calling 206-338-3225. Same as last week, questions, comments, and feedback are all welcome. Special thanks to Mr. McBlackensalty for sharing this week's story. The music for this episode was provided by Gummery, who can be found at myspace.com slash gummeryband. 
or by following the link on our site. This podcast is shared under the Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial 3.0 Unported License, which you can also find out more about by following the link on the website. If you like this story, please pass it on to someone else, or point them at this podcast so they can hear it for themselves. Thanks again for listening.